from Los Angeles. This is the Rat's Ass Podcast with Mark and Dave. Oh, it's Blue Monday. It's Blue Monday. Blue I should have tipped you off, you Dave, and had you roll a uh, fast domino for me this morning. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know it was a Blue Monday. It's Blue Monday. Wow. Yes, it is. Hey, before we get into why it's Blue Monday, mm-hmm. Alexa, what day is it? It's Monday, January 15th. Halfway through the month of January, almost at noon today. Whoa. Because uh, we're doing the podcast during the morning on a Monday on, Ju- what is the month? January, January did you say? <laughs> you keep calling January, June, or July. I'm in a I'm hurry sure to get why. the summer, man. I'm in a hurry to get the hell out of this winter <laughs> weather. Know. You're so ready for summer. You can't. It was a, can. it was a blistering 42 this morning, so I'm, I'm ready for summer. <laughs> ready for summer. But no, Blue Monday is a real thing. I didn't know this till I read this today, that people for some reason, feel blue on this Monday, the the 15th of the month, because you come down off the holiday high. The reality sets in that, well, the holidays really are over. And most people have already blown their New Year's resolution. Plus, you realize you got eight more weeks of winter left. So it's just a natural thing to wake up, I guess, on, on this blue Monday and feel like, Life's just not as fun as it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, Mondays are generally that way for me. I don't know why. You know, they, they, I just have a hard time starting it up yeah. on, on a Monday. And, and and I didn't really notice, you know, the difference today. But today is a holiday. It's MLK Junior Day. And all businesses, you know, the government businesses are closed. Don't expect a mail or if today is trash pickup. Ain't going to happen. That's right. But we're here. We're open. Yeah, we're here. We never close. <laughs> you can always get us at ratsasspodcast.com. That's when, right. When we're not here. <laughs> you can say what you will, but we are consistent with our uh, our, our our podcast. When we say it's uh, going to be up, it's up. That's right. Just you can count on it. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, Mark, did you know? Man, she was lying. Did you know? Napster. Remember them? They they debuted. Oh, Crapster, yes. They debuted 25 years ago today. Has that been 25 years? Yeah. 25 oh years ago. God. In, in 1999. Wow. It was, it was yeah, cre- that blew it was cre- apart the, uh, the industry. I remember everybody loved Metallica until Napster hit, and everybody <laughs> started hating Metallica because Metallica was like, hey, we want a little money for our music. We don't want everybody out there sharing our stuff for free. That's right. That's but right. It, it did really revolutionize music and how we get it and stream and all of that stuff today. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So, and it was all illegal, but it became well, legal. You know, it was created by, by a, a college student. Yeah, wasn't he friends with Mark Zuckerberg? I believe so. Yeah, I think there was something. I, I remember watching a movie about that, and I think they were not roommates, but they were. Uh, and I even think he went to work for Facebook one time. And I don't know where Sean Fanning—that's the the kid's name, the college student who started twenty five years ago, no longer a kid—but it's pretty amazing. Now everybody can download music for free. Yeah, and the big guys like Apple and and who else that streams uh, Spotify. Yeah, um, all these artists are now making money that way. It's kind of eased radio out of the process of breaking new music. They just don't care about radio's input anymore. It's so true. It's, it's so all true. about downloads now. Well, speaking of music, Mark, it's time to play. Oh, shiitake. <laughs> I thought you were going to say shit. Um, it's time to play your favorite game, Name That Tune. Our self-proclaimed musicologist, and I'm sure this is going to be a real easy one for you today, Mark. 
because I know it's. Oh, a- I'm sure you dug deep to find something that nobody's ever heard before. No, no, this is this was a, this was a hit, and I I know you played it, so I know it's going to be pretty easy. You may not have played it very much, but I know you played it. Okay, okay, you're testing my memory here. Hit me. It only has like a real quick intro, so I'm gonna because you're gonna recognize it. I'm sure. Name that tune. <laughs> Ah, uh, the outfield, your love. Ah! The winner is still champion. Hang on, I'm going to go do a victory lap. Yeah, yeah, there you Boy, that was quick. Which I, means I just spin around in my chair, but, uh, you know, hang Oh, God, I'm dizzy now. <laughs> you know, I had a feeling you were going to get that oh, right off the bat. So, since you consider yourself a disco expert as well. Oh, baby, bring that one on. <laughs> okay. Give me some hot chocolate. Okay. This is this is a disco song, Mark. Name that tune. That's Daz. Oh, man. Disco jazz. That's the Daz band. No, no. It's Rick. It's called Diz Brick, but it is Daz. Yeah, and you know that's the thing. There is a band called Daz, right? The Daz as well. The Daz Daz band Band. by Brick. That's right. But they're singing Daz Man, Daz Man. So uh, you know, we'll give that to you. No, I only get a fitty fitty on that one because I didn't get Brick. I get a fitty fitty on that one. But you know, you recognized it pretty quick, and that was from 1976. So I, you know, I got to give you cred. Yeah, I haven't probably heard that song since 1976. <laughs> I don't think anybody has. <laughs> That's right. I thought it was going to get you. <laughs> well, it's a great song. You got to listen to it all the way through if you like, uh, you know, rhythmic well, music. Once That's again, yeah, really if you like song. if you like disco music, because it's one of the first disco songs that was out there. It was just like Hot yeah. Chocolate. You know, everyone's a winner, baby. And, and what was the other one from Hot Chocolate? You sexy thing. You sexy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, women love that song. I know they did. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, even today you play it somewhere, you see somebody play at a wedding or whatever, and people still get up and, you know, the ladies go out and all dance with, with each other. And the guys are like, I'm going to go get another drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How things have changed. A lot back, of times. Back to your expertise of music. And it's time for, is this a ballad? Uh, get ready for it. I'm ready. Okay. You consider this a ballad. Yes, yes, it is a ballad. Mm. Every rose has its thorn by poison. It's a ballad. We both lie silently still in the dead of the night, <laughs> but I guess that's why they say every rose has its thorn. Everybody so, slow danced to this one. So yeah, yeah everybody did slow dance to this song. But, but it seemed like a rock song to me. Um, maybe a it's slow a rock, ballad. rock song, but, but but you consider that a ballad. Yeah, it's one of those songs. Oh, Poison put out a ballad. I don't like them anymore. <laughs> did you watch them? Do, so do, do they come off the mark list? Uh, they did when they did the ballad. No Absolutely. kidding. Absolutely. No it's kidding. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so Ozzy is the only, Ozzy Osbourne is the only one who slid by. 
Yeah, because he ate the, you know, he chewed the head off a bat. There's <laughs> got to be something that's a redeeming quality in order to stay on the list. But uh, we were talking about ballads. I'll give you an example of another ballad from the 80s, Spandau Ballet True. Oh, I to was going to play that the, the other day. I was initially going to play that today. Oh, really? Yeah but, yeah, but you had brought it up over the weekend, and I thought, oh, now I can't play it. See, because, I don't remember because, even telling you about that. Yeah. You texted, you know what I think is a ballad is Spandau Ballet. And I was, I, I actually had that planned for today. So I thought, okay, I, I'm going to catch him off guard because he thinks I'm going to play true by the Spandau Ballet. Because I think I must be texting in my sleep, Dave. I, you know, <laughs> well, I don't recall I think, that. <laughs> well, I think we both consider that song a ballad, but I, I you know, yeah, I, but I wanted to give you an example of what I consider a ballad. It's, it's about love. It's about relationships. It's slow. It's, you know, it's mm, like mm. you OD on sugar when you hear a ballad. Mm, mm. I see. Yeah. Speaking but, of, yeah, I wouldn't uh, give poison a ballad. Absolutely. Well, speaking of love and. Odin on all that love, Taylor. Don't and, do it, Dave. Taylor, do it. Taylor and Travis. You know they were they left the uh, Chiefs game. You know the Chiefs uh, won. They they played the Dolphins on Saturday. And, yeah, and, it was. And, uh, what's her name? Tay Tay arrived. She arrived in her custom made Travis Kelsey jacket. Yes, I know there was a big deal made about the jacket. There was. Uh, you know, we're you and I are on breakup watch. We think they are heading down that <laughs> wa- that path right now. I was more interested in the streaming her? aspect of the game as well, opposed wait, wait, to wait, Taylor. Wait. Did you see her at the game? Did you watch the game? No, because I refuse to stream. Oh. I'm not going to pay for for Peacock. Okay, I got to tell you this. This no. was out every place, and I want to talk about this Peacock thing because I it, it's it's really terrible for them to do this. NBC did that. Yeah, they did. So in but, the but, NFL, but when the Chiefs won. They literally watch for Taylor Swift. And Taylor was in the skybox, you know, doing this sway. I did see that on X. Yeah. I saw the, the play on that. It's been posted everywhere. It was it yeah. was looking like the Tay Tay sway as she was knocking uh, poor Mama Kelsey, who was freezing, freezing. <laughs> I thought she was taking the opportunity just to give her a few elbows to the head. <laughs> <laughs> it just And it was cold. It was cold. Not only was it cold... But I think uh, Taylor was a little cold. You're as cold as ice. <laughs> she was freezing. She was freezing her tay-tays off. <laughs> well, I don't know what the temperature was, but I don't blame them because it was freezing cold. But I felt bad because the fans were behind, you know, they were behind a closed glass. So, you know, they had to have a, a warmer place to watch the game than the fans outside. But what touched my heart is that she opened the window and started giving fans a high five. She was involving the fans in the, in the process. And I thought, well, you know what? You know, maybe I can be like the old Grinch and all of a sudden develop a heart uh-huh. about Taylor Swift. Sure. Other than that, I don't give a rat's ass. But, <laughs> well, um, now, now, you were upset because of what uh, Peacock did, what NBC essentially yeah. did. Well, I mean, everybody was upset because they were trying to get people to subscribe to Peacock. And there was this thing that we're going to boycott. We're going to boycott. Well, 23 million people watched on Peacock. So guess what? The NFL is like going, really? Now we're just going to fix it. So everybody has to pay for every NFL game that we show. It's getting that way. Well, you know what? They were the best ratings they've had in years and years and years. I mean, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. So, so again, we always find out but, but, that the now, now, softest now, voice sounds like it's the loudest voice. And, 
you know, the masses always, you know, seem to win out. 23 million people tuned in. So all of us that went on boycott, we're screwed. Now, didn't NBC initially start the game on the channel and then stopped it and said, in order to finish the game, go to our Peacock channel? Uh, don't know. I didn't pay attention. I didn't even attempt to tune in the game. I read that they played the game on NBC in Kansas city and in Miami in their home markets, but everybody else outside had to pay for the game. I had seen a couple of posts of people saying, you know, they started the game on NBC and then they said now to continue watching the game, you have to go I'm sure they did to our streaming service, you know, our Peacock streaming service. So I'm sure they did, which I thought, well, that's horrible. How, how that's horrible, guys? but that's that's the way they do it. They try to get you hooked, and then, you know, it's like, here's a little taste of free cocaine. Now that you got it, I'm going to charge you when you want to get high. It's the old thing. Give them a little bit for free, give them a taste, and then once they're hooked, charge them for it. You know, um, that's what did, they did. Did you, you didn't watch the game, so you didn't pay, right? No. Yeah. No. I wouldn't pay to see, I'm a Raiders fan. A Raiders fan would never pay to see the Kansas City Chiefs play. And if a Raiders fan did, you're out of the club. You're no longer in Raider Nation. <laughs> Mark, you can't keep kicking people out of the club. <laughs> you know, I thought the worst, thing, the worst just... thing that happened to Travis Kelsey <laughs> was being called Travis Swift by an NFL preview video for the Chiefs-Dolphins game. Feel the burn! He better get used to it, man, because it may end up pitched. He will always be referred to as Travis Mr. Swift. Mr. Swift. Mr. Swiftical. You know it'll happen, too. You know, the cracks are, are clearly beginning to show in the couple's fairy tale uh, romance. And that, this is why we are on Breakup Watch. That's right. Because Taylor is starting to understand the challenges that go with dating a high-profile athlete. And this is completely new to Taylor. She doesn't like it. She likes to be the center of attention all the time. Absolutely. You can tell when they were doing the sway, how she was swaying more than everybody else. It was look at me, look at me, look at me. It was. <laughs> yes, it was. And I, I really felt bad for, for Mama Kelsey because I thought she was going to get knocked around a couple of times oh. because she was really swaying. You know, I mean, Taylor was swaying back and forth and poor Mama I'm sure Kelsey. That there was some there was some future mother-in-law abuse going on. <laughs> Jeez. Here's a little chop in the jaw for you. Were you okay? You'll never Mama? notice it. Were you okay? It was okay. All right. Yeah, she's fine. Okay. She's fine. She she raised two football players. I'm sure Mama Kelsey's just fine. <laughs> she may she she at some point will probably end up giving Taylor noogies and Indian burns at some point. And probably a wedgie. I wouldn't doubt it. You That'll know, be something that they'll say for the for the wedding. First of all, there's rumors that that uh, Taylor doesn't get along with uh, Travis's brother and his and his wife. So um, hmm. I think this is just a matter of time. Once again, breakup watch for Taylor Swift. That's all we're saying. <laughs> breakup watch 2024. The other day we talked about the Mile High Club, which is interesting because there was a story over the weekend about an airplane passenger who had too much to drink, supposedly. And, and then he, because he had never flown before, so he was really nervous. And then he began propositioning the female flight attendants, asking them to join him for a quickie because he wanted to join the Mile High Club. 
<laughs> and that's sex. That's a sexual reference. Yeah. I posted it and I forget who said this, but they said something about uh, the mile high club is something that goes on at 5,280 feet in the sky. And I was <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That was our, a, that was our friend Jason. Our, friend, was it? our friend Jason posted <laughs> that, and I thought that was funny because okay, obviously he doesn't know. Yeah. But to, it is. It, it is all about uh, you know the sex. But the guy uh, had to be restrained, and then when he got off the airplane, he was arrested. But he passed out while he was on the plane. So it was hitting on the flight attendants, passed out, and got off the plane, and he got arrested. Is that correct? Well, he doesn't recall getting arrested. He found himself sitting in an office, in an FBI office, and he didn't know where he was. He thought he was still on the plane. He said, where am I? And what's the Mile High Club? He was he was completely oblivious. So I, I have a recording of the of the yeah. FBI, of, of what the FBI agent said to him. I know that if you drink, you suffer a loss of judgment. If you drink to excess, you lost any chance to depend on and even restore that most precious of all inner senses, judgment. And in my way of thinking, without judgment, you might as well be dead. Your brain is, so why not the rest of you? So don't you con me with your mind expansion slop. I deal with kids every day. I try to clean up the mess that people like you make out of them. I'm the expert here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Friday. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> no, I'm really convinced that our government is trained by watching videos of uh, Dragnet. Dragnet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're going to go through training videos today. Yep, no, it's we don't Dragnet. have to sit through that shit again, do we? <laughs> <laughs> they watch Dragnet. They train the military by showing them reruns of Rat Patrol and MASH. I'm quite <laughs> sure of it. I'm quite sure of it. I believe no, they, I'm just do, kidding. they do show uh, old reruns of Rat Patrol and Combat. You remember those shows? Did you oh, ever yeah. watch Combat? Never watched Combat, it but started... I was a big Rat Patrol fan because I loved the Jeeps with the guns in the oh, back. Love those Jeeps. Love the Jeeps. Oh, yeah. And Combat starred uh, Vic Morrow, you know, the actor who passed away in that in the Twilight Zone film. Yeah, filming Twilight Zone, yeah. Those were great TV shows. But Dave, I mean, my God, you get arrested now just for hitting on, some, on, on a girl? I mean, you and I would be doing... 25 long well he, if they arrested he, us for that when we were single guys he, he was actually hitting on on all all of the uh, flight attendants so i mean he just yeah. didn't pick one he just wanted and and then he claimed he didn't know anything about the mile high club and that may be so he may have heard it someplace and just kind of it was stuck in the back of his mind he was literally shit-faced and that's okay. what they said he was so inebriated he didn't remember anything and, and when he came to you know, he was really confused as to what happened. So I'm not really sure. They said he he doesn't really consume alcohol, but uh, this is what happens. <laughs> and well, here's a forbidden fruit I'm going to share with you. My cousin used to be a pilot for U.S. Air, if you remember U.S. Airlines. Sure, sure. And speaking about the Mile High Club, he told me that, that flight attendants had a code for passengers. It was kind of a game. They would say, Mr. Jones and F-17. If they said that, the other flight attendant would walk back through the aisle and check him out and say, yeah, he's a mile high club worthy. And sometimes they would actually 
pass notes back and forth. And yes, I'm staying at the Hilton. I'm in room. I don't know the room, but I'll meet you in the bar for a drink and hookups happen that way. Well, they, they used to happen that way all the time, but, but now yeah. they have strict policies. The they had the code though was Mr. Jones right. in seat number. Well, da, da, da. You know, that, that was almost just happened all the time back then. It really yeah. did. It really oh, did. Absolutely. You know, the whole world's changed, Dave. I mean, once upon a time, I would take flights from Phoenix to Pittsburgh when I was leaving in Phoenix. And I mm-hmm. would, you know, wear something with a Pittsburgh collar, right. uh, you know, the black and gold. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times a flight attendant would approach me and ask me, do you play for the Penguins? And that was because I had a mullet and I had, you know, business in the front party in the back. And they were very popular haircuts at that yeah. time. But, you know. Yeah. I could have had uh, some fun at that time, but that's that's how the world has changed. Back then, it was, you know, kind of, <laughs> you know, you're cute, I like you, let's get together, mile high club, half a mile club, doesn't matter. You know, one uh, time. Today, you get arrested and interrogated by the FBI for just being a guy. One time, I had my hair cut by the guy, the lead singer on A Flock of Seagulls. God, <laughs> I admire you for admitting it. I, I was so young, you know, and well, I was younger. <laughs> I'm trying to find any excuse, and and then you know, I, I went through other phases, but sure, that was, that was my new wave phase. You, you were know, new wave Dave. You know, there, was, <laughs> there was a, there was a time. So anyway, uh, we're running late. We better wrap this up. Uh, everybody have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can always get us right here. Ratsasspodcast.com. And be good to each other.